Hey, everybody, this is David from Crash and Wayward. Listen to the Brandy Randy podcast. Two of my favorite people on the planet. Turn it up. guys absolutely rock i have to say that first and foremost you are welcome in fact on the way here i was blaring your music so awesomeness i if i put you on the spot could you name a song like what was your what song did you enjoy okay so the one that i enjoy was disco kills that made me laugh oh nice i don't know i love it i love that one breathe is another one um, that oh, cool. I love that one and closer mm, all of them so far those are the three that I had a chance to really really connect with I guess and oh, I, I really well, love I love all three of those they're fantastic Disco Kills was the first song Pete and I ever wrote really project so yeah oh really so that's cool that you like that that's a favorite one of mine because like as a guitar player it's like one of like my favorite guitar riffs it's a cool one to play it is, it is. and it just has like a, especially live it just has a thing about it and like it's uh, kind of funny. Uh, do you remember that old, like that '80s band for like Skid Row? Yeah, 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 yeah. So S- Sebastian Bach was at one of our shows, and he came up to our drummer. He's like, "What's that one song? The Kills." He's like, "That's the one." And like, so he, you know, Sebastian Bach gave that one a thumbs up. So that's pretty cool. My it, mom would be, my mom would be very excited about that. My mom was a big Skid Row. Fan. That is awesome. It's Sebastian Bach approved. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that, does it? <laughs> It does not. That like my mom. That was like my second concert. My mom took me to ever. It was like Guns N' Roses and Skid Row. I was just like, I was like. So your first. I forgot what it was. Your first two concerts were Guns N' Roses and Skid Row. That's pretty awesome, actually. Well, that that was the second one. They were on tour together. My first concert was actually. Yeah, my first concert was uh, the Black Crows. Well, that's press not too shabby either, man. Nice. <laughs> Pretty good. My mom had great music taste. Hopefully she passed that down to me. There you go. Well, the way your music sounds, I think she has. I yeah. love your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do too. Your mom rocks. Love her. Yeah. This Guns N' Roses back in the day. We were, you were yeah. saying. Oh, no. Uh, you're, you're saying more about how much you love the band and how much you love the songs. Continue. <laughs> I won't stop you. Right. <laughs> Go on. So you guys came together, what, in 2020? Is that right? That's what they tell me. It's it's all a blur because, you know, we got together right before like, the pandemic happened. So it's like in that time, I swear that whole time seemed like it was much longer than it actually was. But, yeah, we got together right before then. Like we played our first show and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, see you guys later because the world was shut down. But, yeah, it's just, it was it's crazy like how short amount of time it's been but it feels so much longer because we wrote this whole record during that you know the pandemic sending Mm -hmm. ideas back and forth and then we're finally able to get to a studio and we had to go in one at a time to start building the songs so it was it was an experience but you know i think we 
in my opinion, I think we crafted a great record that I'm really proud of. You know, I think everybody in the band really brought it. You know, I've never heard Stacy, the other guitar player, play the way that he does. I never heard Sean play the way he does. And, you know, Carl, the, our bass player, just kills it throughout the whole record. I mean, listen to the bass tracks on the record. They're just really cool and interesting. He's a great bass player. He so, really Pete, is. You know, can't, can't, live, can't live the singer out. And Pete, obviously, is a great singer and he has great lyrics. It's been really inspiring to write songs with him. So the, you were talking about the bass lines, and I love yeah. bass. So I'm a person that whenever I hear a bass line, I just I instantly like just kind of focus on that part. And I'm like, wow, my fingers would be all tangled up. Like, I can't do that. I'm trying, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Carl, Carl's great. He's a, like, his, like, he's a big dust guy from Guns N' Roses. He loves dust from Guns N' Roses. But yeah, yeah. His, he has a he just he has a really unique sound the way he adds distortion with it and stuff. It it sounds really cool. So you've been compared to Stone Temple Pilots, mm-hmm. Soundgarden, Foo Fighters, and even you too. So who were your who were your favorites? What what band actually is the one that you kind of really tried to model yourself? Or are you modeling yourself under <laughs> nobody? Oh, yeah. Absolutely no one. It's just, you know what like for me like when like personally when i work on write a song like i don't think about it like you just kind of want to be like that antenna and hopefully Mm -hmm. that the song starts to come through you so you're not really like trying to emulate anybody but i think when you combine all the the five of us together we all listen to so many different things that's what it kind of starts to sound like we all meet in the middle in certain bands and stuff so yeah i mean i think i think all those bands are right on you know and i would even add rival songs to that you know like some zeppelin stuff because this guy used a lot of weird tunings on the record, kind of like Jimmy Page does. I and, picked uh, up on that. You know, mm-hmm. But you, yeah, you, but you, you too is a big, like, I know they got a lot of flack there for a few years, but I mean, that, they have some great songs and they're still playing stadiums. So if we could, if we could do what you two has done, mm-hmm. I'd be very happy with that. So how long have you been playing? Have you, is this something that you started when you were a, when you were a child? Um, yeah, when I was, I think I started playing, like, my mom got me my first guitar when I was like six. She made me take piano lessons beforehand, and I hated it because I just wanted to play guitar. So I begrudgingly was playing piano, and she finally stopped making me do that and got me a guitar. And then I started started writing songs. Like I didn't know what I was doing. I got I learned how to do kind of. I taught myself how to play, so I figured out a couple chords and kind of just went from there. But yeah, I've been playing since I was a little kid. So that is awesome. Absolutely awesome. So. When uh, we one thing that we need to mention, you know, Randy, I don't even think we yeah. said who we were talking to. We're just oh, like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Would you like me to say something? You want, you want me to? I'll do it. David Harris from Crashing Wayward. We're talking. David, you're you're an Ohio boy, aren't you? Uh, yes, Ohio. I'm Columbus, Ohio, actually. Oh, so I'm not too far away from you guys. It's down the road. Yeah, um, not far. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, yeah, exactly. Ohio is a great. Ohio's a great town. Mm-hmm. Or a town, I should say. <laughs> you know, state, not it's a town. But yeah, it's. it's I bring some of that Midwestern charm mm-hmm. over to Las Vegas. Nice, thanks for taking. Gro- I keep the, I keep them grounded, you know. <laughs> yeah. LA guys and some, you know, Las Vegas guys, you know, I keep mm-hmm. those guys grounded. You keep it real. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to your label, you have a very cool label. You're you're on uh-huh. a very cool label by a very awesome, awesome rock star. Yeah, Mr. Ron Keel. Uh, I always fortune him as Mister. You know, shittery. Um, you know, it's, you know what's funny about this? What's the that? First show I I ever played as a my first band I was ever in. We got our first show. We pleaded with some like these people to hey, can, you know, 
I think I was in junior high at the time. I was the youngest guy in the band. Everybody else was like in like uh, I think seniors in high school. The first show we ever played was opening up for the Ron Keel band, and I I think Mar- Marshall Tucker band. Oh, if I'm wow. not mistaken. Yeah. yeah, but you know Ron was not the nicest to me. <laughs> yeah, but we sucked. But this is kind of funny. Like, oh, now we're on a label with Ron. It's it's a weird how the world works, you know. <laughs> that is really weird. <laughs> So Ron says you suck, and then years later, well, I don't. I don't think you, you didn't say we suck. You know, just, I think he was like, "What? What are these kids doing on stage? They are. You know, they're not very good." Yeah, I think that's kind of the attitude, the vibe I got. But Ron's a super cool guy, and you know, he's, he's taught us a lot. And we all feel very fortunate and lucky that we get to, you know, get to hang with that guy and hear stories about day day. And he really believes in the band, and we're thankful for that. And you know, it's really cool that we have somebody like that in our corner who believes in the in the music so much you know he really does he he has nothing but good to say about you well thank god because if he didn't say the same thing he said about my that high school band. <laughs> well we won't ask him about that high school band <laughs> yeah no no he probably doesn't remember he's like it's like a you know blank in his eye but i told him that story one time he's like he was, he was looking like huh <laughs> yeah. I love it. So, you guys, uh, Crashing Wayward, uh, any tour lined up? We are uh, working on something for the fall, for some shows in the fall, and then also we're working on something. Hopefully, it'll take us overseas in the new year. So, fingers crossed. We're uh, working on a little EP that we're going to be putting out soon for our next single, which is called Stranger Days. I worked up a, an acoustic version of Stranger Days as well on the piano. And we're going to put some strings on it. It's going to be really cool. And we're going to throw a cover on there and do a, then it'll be accompanied with a video for Stranger Days that we're shooting very soon. Fantastic. Your new album, it's called Listen. Yes. And when did You're that? Correct. I just froze for a second because <laughs> I'm like, ah, yeah. It's the blonde thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I'm right there with you. <laughs> so when did the album Listen come out? I think, I believe it came out, like, I want to say four weeks now. It's been out. It hasn't mm-hmm. been out very long. It just dropped. Um, I'm really proud of this record. You know, we actually got our first review in Classic Rock Magazine, which is a big, like, mm-hmm. European, like, mm-hmm. magazine, that's, which I, my mom used to get all the time because she was English. So I kind of, like, would, you know, read that. So it, for me, it's super exciting. But they gave us a great review, and that's, that's pretty awesome. I'm glad they liked the record. But yeah, it just came out. It has 11 of your new favorite songs. You know, we got everything from the rock songs to the ballads. And lyrically, they're, just, they're very relatable. And they tell us, you know, a lot of personal stories that I think people are going to just really eat up and dig. And, you know, not to mention the guitar playing is great. You know, it's great guitar <laughs> playing. Me and, me and, me and Stacy, you brought it. So if you're, if you're a fan of the guitar, this record's for you as well. It really is. It, 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 the guitars are just spot on like you can't you're welcome you're driving in your car and you're like you Mm. gotta crank that up does it go any higher i can't take this i have to have more you know i don't even want to like park my car and get out and go to work because i'm listening to crashing wayward there you go yeah we want to we want people do air guitar i don't i think there's been a i think the air guitar has Mm. gone down a little bit we want to bring it back i like that idea it was fun yeah thanks you're welcome No, but yeah, it's, a, it's you know we're really proud of this record. You know, I, I can't wait to get more people's ears on it, and like I really appreciate people like you taking the time and like talking to me mm-hmm. and helping promote this record that we labored over. So it's really cool that it's out there now. It is absolutely our pleasure, huh, Randy? Yes. And when it comes to songwriting, you guys write together. You guys write individually. How's that work? 
We do a little bit of everything. Um, it usually starts with one guy. I mean, we're, we're really a guitar band, so it usually starts with mm-hmm. the music, whether I like for myself, I might develop like a riff and kind of put some pieces together and I'll bounce it back to Pete and he'll throw hit me his ideas and I'll say, hey, maybe try this and we'll kind of go back and forth on it. Then we'll get together in a room and start hashing everything out. But it's it changes. Everybody does it differently. And it's just everybody's just really open to ideas. You know, it's like if somebody doesn't like something, nobody takes it personal. We just, it's about making the idea the best it can be. And um, Pete is really passionate about his lyrics, and he's always rewriting. I believe he rewrote, like, uh, Velvet Strong, like, three mm-hmm. or three times, I think. Oh, wow. Before he finally got something that he was like. And that song actually started out totally different. Mm-hmm. That was just, like, Stacy brought that idea in, and they had something kind of, it was very Stone Tool Pilots. Uh, that, you remember that song Creep by Stone yeah. Tool Pilots? Mm-hmm. It, was very, it was very that song. And I, then I started messing with it, and it kind of went another direction, which everybody was like, this is interesting. And then we mm-hmm. kind of developed that and Stacy kind of rewrote his idea to go off what I was doing, and then Pete, like I said, went back and started reworking lyrics. And that's that's it. we're proud of that one mm-hmm. too. It's it has it's a great it's a great out with song to end the record on, and it's mm-hmm. really cool to play live. It's it's really interesting if you really like listen to it with what's going on in the stereo spectrum of it. Does Our that, producer mm-hmm. Mike did a great job on it. Does that happen quite a bit where you write a song and by the time it's on the new album, it's completely different than the way you wrote it? That does happen a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it kind of depends. Like, you don't you you you're just kind of following the muse. You know, it's like you just you just don't want to get in its way because you know when you start to overthink something, then it's not going to be any good. You just have to let it like out. You know, let like mm-hmm. I said, it sounds weird or cheesy, but you're just the antenna for the idea. Your job is just to get out of the way and let it go through you. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come out how it's going to come out. And then you start to develop it. And yeah, it's, it's we rewrote a, a few of these songs in this record a couple times. And like even um, Stranger Days mm-hmm. had a different beginning and a verse. And then I kind of went in and changed that and worked off Stacy's idea. And that song became a, like a song we're really proud of. So I, that's a song actually Ron really loved that got him into the band at first. So when it comes to lyrical topics, what is it that you cover? What's What is it in your music that you really get out like is it a feeling is it something like uh i don't know uh, mental mental pain i what exactly when we listen to your songs what's the what's the feeling that we're going to get i think our songs deal with the human condition you know like what what you know whether it's a breakup whether it's somebody passing away just the feelings that people get whether it's love you know like closer that song is about a uh, relationship that's little you know, it didn't go well but you know you keep trying and you just want that person closer to you i hope i'm not screwing that up that's what i get from that song. i didn't write the lyrics <laughs> to that song but that's what i get from that song lyrically but uh, um this is um, the lyrics are all about the human condition that's i think the easiest way to say it like, just the feeling that everybody feels you know whatever they're going through whether it's love pain life pete like writes lyrics totally different than me like i write mm-hmm. more conversational he writes more like very colorful lyrics use like metaphors and stuff so it's kind of like it's interesting it's not not that interesting but it's really exciting to see what pete's going to do over something i bring in because it's usually the total opposite of what i would think to do it's fun to write with him and see how he interprets 
what he's going through and puts it onto a song. We have a song on the record called Tilly, which has to do with like a, um, Stacy had a friend whose daughter committed suicide, and that's a tribute to her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's just kind of like the record's about life, you know? So when it comes right. to the, the songs that are on your album, listen, uh, David, what is one of the songs that may be your favorite? Ooh, that changes a lot because there's different things. I mean, right now, one of my favorite songs to play live is um, Death on Holiday because mm-hmm. it just, it's just a rocker and it's cool riff. It combines a lot of, a lot of th- bands, you know, styles that we like into one song. And there's just so much power in live, it just kills. So I'm going to say uh, Death on Holiday. And, you know, I mean, it's a short song too, so you can push replay. It's like two minutes and 30 seconds. I can listen to that one again and still have time to go get coffee. So, <laughs> I love it. So when it comes to live shows, David, do you have anything that's happened in a live show that's been really memorable for you? Any gigs that are really memorable? Well, yeah, there's a lot actually, but one of the, I mean, Pete might be embarrassed. I don't know if I should tell the story about going to. So Pete, if you're listening, <laughs> turn the radio, turn it down. Do not listen for the next couple of minutes. So we were flying to Nashville. We, we played a show, right? Actually, sorry, we shot the video for Closer. And we had a, we had to fly to Nashville the next day, like at two in the morning. And we had like, we, I think we stopped in like Texas to, for a layover. And then we had to play that night in Nashville. So we're playing our show. Pete's on the microphone. You know, he's looking cool up there as he does. And he says, thank you, Dallas. You know, he did the typical, uh, yeah. you said the wrong city. <laughs> Which, you know. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's a little embarrassing, but you know what? I love stuff like that because it's real. Mm-hmm. And, yes. you know, it's something we can joke about still. And, you know. I've fallen over on stage multiple times. So, I mean, there's always a little something. But, you know, like what makes shows, mm-hmm. those are the things that, to me, make the shows. That and the crowd. I love to watch the crowd and see how they react to the song, whether they're singing, whether they're staying there just looking at us with their arms folded. You know, like, so we have to win that guy over. You know, it's just, it's just you know, it's really fun. Like, I just love playing live, and there's those moments that are just, those little moments make it. You know, because, again, it's just that, those real moments, you know, because mm-hmm. you can be rehearsed as much as you want and there's always going to be something that's going to go wrong or something that will happen that's going to mm-hmm. knock you make you, it's going to you know rattle the cages if you will but that's what playing live is about because we we're completely live we don't use any tracks you know when you see this band that's how you know we sound how we sound see i would rather for better or worse i love that because i would rather hear you guys make a mistake than hear the back and hear the tracks because i think you know i don't want to hear the album when i'm out there i want to hear you guys live yeah, I mean, you already heard the album in your car. Sure. It's time to hear something a little different. Yeah, and plus, you know what? Those old, you know, you go on YouTube and hear all those old recordings. Mm-hmm. You know, like you listen to old Aerosmith stuff that mm-hmm. was still live, and some of those are great, and some of them are not, you know? And that's what that was the beauty about playing live, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, it's about that moment that the audience and the band are sharing, you know? If you, you know, we're not a pop act, you know? We're not going to go up there and lip sync and fake it, you know? Yeah, right. You know, you do our dance moves or whatever they do. But, you know, it's, it's, it's 100% real. And also, Eddie Trunk, I think, would you know, kill us if we didn't. I know. Yes, he would. If we were yeah, he's very much <laughs> He's very much against the tracks uh, and, and, and live. He wants to hear the bands. Yeah. Which you I mean, know, and, he, and Eddie's, Eddie's a good guy, good guy mm-hmm. and a great friend. He's been to a bunch of shows and been very supportive of the band. So we're very thankful for that. Very cool. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, so... You guys, are you guys playing where live in the near future? Are you guys, um, you know, any one-offs or anything? Um, we're gonna, like I said, we're, we have some stuff working working for the fall. Mm-hmm. I have to go to Europe for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. at the end of uh, 
August, so I'll be back September. So I think at the end of September, we're, gonna, we're either going gonna to do a little short run of shows. Hopefully that doesn't change by the time this podcast comes out. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> sure. But that's the idea. But right now, it's to get the video done for uh, um, Stranger Days mm-hmm. and finish up the acoustic version and get our little EP getting ready to release. That's going to center around the Stranger Days concept. Are you a fan of doing videos? Do you like doing them? Or I mean, I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're kind of they're a little boring, but because you're like you're doing the same thing, but mm-hmm. they're exhausting at the same time because you're like yeah. performing harder than you perform live, and you're doing it over and over and over again. So at the end of the day, you're like, Come on, I think you're you're ready for a pizza. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't eat I don't eat a lot of carbs, but. Every video after the end of the day, I'm like, I'm getting pizza. And like, we've shot the last few in Vegas, and there's a great pizza place uh-huh. that I always go to afterwards. That I, I mean, it's, it's so good. Sorry. Anyway, That's but right. yeah, it's, I, I like shooting videos. I have a good time doing it. It's and also, we're we have a huge hand in our videos, so it's very, it's another outlet mm-hmm. for how we have ourselves, you know, in the band. You know, have people get to if they see it, like mm-hmm. Disco Kills. That was Pete's concept with that video. Okay. So it's like you kind of you get another like look into what the creative aspect of what the band does. You know, it's not just music; it's the visual part of it. You know, it's like we take a lot of time with how we do things. When it comes to the video for Closer, the video shoot, you had a director on that, a great director, Mason Wright. What was it like working with him? This is our like, I think it's my one, two, three, four. Fourth video with Mason, maybe maybe five. So we kind of like know how. Like Mason is Mason's great. I love Mason. He has he definitely has a, like he has a thing that he does and he does it well. You know he's he loves like bites and the way the colors look on this you know the camera. And he's you know he's he has a lot of energy and he gets right in there with you with the camera and he's moving around and rocking out with you. So it's it's interesting to see him doing that as you're performing because it just makes you want to give him the best because he's going to capture it. When it comes to the video uh, for the song Breathe, the concrete floors were sprayed down with water. What happened? Uh, what happened with that? Do you have any mishaps there? Well, that was actually for Closer as well. That was, we did that on the, the water on the floor. Pete, um, Pete and I had these shoes on. We both almost fell multiple times because <laughs> we're both like we move around a lot. Like, you know, I try to be like Angus Young when you see me live. Like, I'm always somewhere. So that's kind of like how I am. And so we, I have shoes on, which I don't normally wear shoes when I perform. So I kept, like, slipping and sliding. I think I fell once. Pete almost fell once. So but it, was, uh, it was interesting to have to rock out on wet floors. You definitely had to find your power stance, didn't you? Oh, oh yeah. I'm not, I, I think I fell, like, almost on our drummer. Nice. Actually, <laughs> well, some of the band, some of the band members had rubber-soled shoes on. Am I right there, or did or was are you the only one that was barefoot? No, well, usually I'm barefoot, but you know they made me wear shoes for that video, for, you know, to make you know look a little cooler. Nobody wants to see my you know bare feet. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I just yeah I fall. I just fell like that. Carl. I think he had normal shoes on. I think Stacy did too. So, and Sean was lucky because he's just sitting there playing drums. He didn't have to worry about it. He didn't have to worry about sliding everywhere, huh? Exactly. Well, when it he's got to worry about whipping his mane. <laughs> there you go. Well, when it comes to you as a person and, and not a rock star, when you're 
just, you know, chilling, doing whatever. What kind of interests do you have? What kind of hobbies? You know what? I'm really boring. I feel like I just, I work out a lot. I write songs and I like to watch movies. <laughs> and I like, you know what? Here's, I love cookies. Me too. And I love sweets. No, no. Have you ever had crumble? Have you had crumble cookies? Yes, I have. Yes. Yes. How good are those? Those are the worst thing ever, by the way. Not because they taste <laughs> bad, but because there's new cookies every single week. Right, right. There is, yeah. So you, you're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm on a diet. It's Monday. I call it Cookie Monday. So I'm like, oh, it's Monday. Crap. What are the, what are the cookies today? You know, it's Sunday at night at eight o'clock is when they say where they announce the new cookies. This is how like much I get the cookies. I right. know when they're going to announce the cookies. So I go to the Instagram. I'm like. It's eight o'clock. Let's see what it is. You know, I check the lineup out. You know, I'm like, God, do I do I need to get all four this week or can I get none? You know, sometimes there's yeah. five cookies. I mean, what the hell? Like they're just trying to screw with my diet. It's nice to be a fellow cookie monster. Oh, sweets. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like they're the. It's the worst. I love them. I try not to eat them because if I eat too much, you'll see me like on the behind like by a dumpster somewhere, just like strung <laughs> out with like wrappers around me or something because I just had a sugar coma. Strung out of sugar, huh? Yeah. I don't really, I'm not a big drinker. I've never done drugs, but yeah. you know what? I do love me some sugar. There you go. I know. I'm right there with you, man. Well, hopefully we can meet you guys. I'll, we'll bring you guys some crumble cookies sometime. Hopefully we're up when that, we're up in that area. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome, man. Yeah, I love crumble cookies. Absolutely. Columbus has them, by the way. Oh, yeah. there's a Yeah, I know. I When I'm there, I'm always like, you know, trust me. I know. I was going to ask you, do you ever get back to Columbus at all? Oh yeah, I'm there all the time. You know, mm -hmm. we uh, I'm there. You know, probably like once a week. I, I fly back a lot, depending okay. on what I have to do. Yeah, it's, yeah. I know the cookie situation. I know the <laughs> locations. There's yeah. one ten minutes from my place in Columbus. In Vegas, there's one fifteen minutes from my place. <laughs> you know, I got I'm got it down. <laughs> right down to the time. <laughs> got it timed somehow out. Yeah. Some, somehow the podcast went from music to cookies, and I'm okay with you know Ron. <laughs> Ron Keel's listen. It's like, get back to the record. That's get right. back to the record. Stop talking about cookies. Sell the record. So when it, <laughs> when it comes to finding anything out about the band crashing wayward, David, do you have a Facebook? Do you have you know, social media? Do you have a website? We have we have it all. You know, you can check us out at Crash Wayward at um, Instagram, Crash Wayward at TikTok, CrashWayward.com. So I just you want to go to the website and check out, you know, for dates and music and links and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're we're everywhere. Pete's in charge of that, and I know he he's oh, so every time you post, you see something cool posted, he's the guy mm -hmm. doing it, and make sure we respond to everybody. Nice. And um, yeah, so yeah, it's uh, we have all the we it's 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 a, it's a weird weird world nowadays that you have to do all that stuff. Sometimes you don't want to do it because you just want to listen to you know you want to write a song, but yet you have to make sure you're videotaping you writing a song or taking pictures or whatever. And, Gotta make sure you post out stuff because people love to watch it. You know, I do mm -hmm. too, though. You know, I follow my, I check out my Lenny Kravitz or my Rolling Stones mm -hmm. and Black Crows and Aerosmith stuff and all the all the time. So I get it. But you know, as you just want to work on music sometimes and not have to worry about that aspect of it. But it's such an important thing today. It is absolutely necessary, isn't it? Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> it's, it's you know you. I talk to people about this all the time. Like we were talking like about some bands like from the seventies, you know, like David Bowie and stuff like that. You know, they all these bands had that mystique to them, mm -hmm. yes. which made them really cool. You know, when you read back or watch like those documentaries about them. And nowadays, that mystique is gone. You know, everybody wants to know everything about everybody. Mm -hmm. I, it's it's weird. Growing up, you know, you had that. You didn't really, you know, we we had what MTV and stuff like that, but uh, you didn't have mm -hmm. all and magazines and stuff. But you didn't have a social media. You you had that mystery behind your favorite artist or what they do. You know, you always had that mystery. 
Yeah, which probably made you want to find out more about mm-hmm. them. Oh, yeah, every time. You know, I, I wish that was still in music because, mm-hmm. like, you know, there was just something really cool about it. Like that, again, like I'm a big Led Zeppelin guy, and yeah. there's only so much information about that band. Even Guns N' Roses, you know, there's only mm-hmm. so much stuff you can find about those guys because they're very, like, they keep it locked down. Like, what? Come on. But that makes you want to know more instead of people who just give it away. But, yeah. you know. This is a personal thing. But our social medias are great. You should check them out. <laughs> <laughs> David. Yeah. Ron, Ron again, Ron again's mad at me. He's like, don't, don't say that. <laughs> social, you know, get on, get on topic. Yeah, you know, he is a metal cowboy. When the metal cowboy tells you to do something, you That's do right. it. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's so funny. Well, I know. Uh, I- no, I mean, Ron, okay. yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. I was to say, I have heard your music on Ron's radio station, too, if anybody hasn't listened to the station. I just lost my mic. <laughs> there you uh, Yeah, go. don't move it. There, don't there tell you. Go. Yeah, but Ron's radio station, his online radio station is great, and I've heard your music many times on there. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Ron's a, like, Ron's a cool guy, man. He's a he's a trip. It's, um, mm-hmm. I'm thankful for him for everything he's done for the band, and I probably don't tell him enough. So, Ron, if you're listening, thank you. But, um, yeah, it's just, he's, a, he's a good guy. He's mm-hmm. it's, Again, it's, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. He's to have a guy like that in our corner who believes in the band as much as we believe in the band, is, we're very fortunate. And I can't. Hopefully, we can do some shows with him again because we played a Kill Fest, and I got to see Kill. I've never seen Kill before, really, or any of his other any of his other projects. So it was interesting to like see the history of all that up there. He puts on a wonderful show. All, yeah, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good live performer. It was just, it was just cool. You know, it's like it was a totally we're a totally different style of music, but it was fun to watch the progression of like. Stuff with Steeler, if I'm hopefully I'm saying that right, uh-huh. the band that you started with, and then mm-hmm. you know the Keel. He had like a many many reunion with the guys from Keel. Then the Ron Keel band is, and then him doing. I think I think he did some country stuff too. I mean, it could be wrong. It was it was a fun show. It was it was neat to watch him just have to carry all that all night because it was a long set for him. I'm sure just doing all that stuff, and he killed it. I think he kills it every time. Yeah, he's a professional. He like, really is. So you have a you have somebody absolutely phenomenal in your court. So it doesn't get much better than that. You have a you have somebody really great out there supporting you. Yeah, we're we're lucky guys, and we don't take it for granted at all. Anybody that loves likes the band and comes to a show, like we're so thankful for them just to, taking the time, even to listen to it. Like like you two, you know, I'm so thankful just to be able to talk to you, and um, we really appreciate it. The whole band is, we're we're very lucky guys. And we we just know it. And so there you go. I'm going to shut up now. So is there something, anything else that you want to, you want to add? Anything else that you want to get out there about Crashing Wayward? Just please check out our new record. Listen, you can pre, you can buy a CD um, from our website. Go to CrashingWayward.com. It's available wherever you stream music. So please stream it all the time so we can get our portions of a sense. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. We really hope you like the record, and I can't wait to release our next EP. Like I said, we're doing a uh, mm-hmm. "It's for Stranger Days" as our next single, and our we're doing it's it's a beautiful piano piece of the arrangement of the song. So I get to play piano on it, so that's that's fun for me. And I arrange the strings on it, so I'm really excited for people to hear that. He kills it. I can't it's wait a, to it's hear a different that. Take. Yeah, it's, it's it's beautiful. Honestly, it's a beautiful piece. Like the piano, and there's like some backwards piano stuff on it, so it's kind of David Bowie ish. Mm. Ish, right? All right, David Bowie ish. I love David it's, Bowie. It's cool. Oh, me too. Like I, uh, my, my, my mom, maybe that maybe Labyrinth. As a, my mom showed me that as a kid. 
Yeah. So I've been a fan of David Bowie ever since. And then I discovered the you know David Bowie, Bowie catalog. So I have David Bowie tattooed on my wrist. Nice. From, nice. A Ziggy, from, from the Ziggy Stardust record. Sure. So every time I play guitar, I look down and a little, little David Bowie there <laughs> guided me. Make, make, make sure I make the right decisions. Play the right notes. I have a the puppy right named note. Ziggy. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Uh, Ziggy's on my arm. Right. See, exactly. See, when he was being born, I was actually watching a David Bowie. I was watching a a, a concert that was filmed a long time ago, of course, uh, but it was a David Bowie concert. And I had that just blaring while the dog's trying to, you know, have her puppies. But the very first one that was born, yeah, it, it instantly the, the name that came to me was, your name is Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, hopefully we'll get to meet Ziggy when we're up there and bringing you guys cookies. Yeah. So that would be cool, too. Sounds like animals, a plan. Like dogs, like, like, yeah, I guess dog, like animals are also like what I love, too. Like you talk about music. Mm-hmm. Like, animals love them. You know, dogs, cats. Pete has a dog and a couple cats. And every time I come over to his house, you know, the one dog just loves me. So it's always like hanging out with me. He sent me a picture the other day of the dog, Delilah. And he's like, Delilah misses you. Oh. <laughs> Well, you're talking to two right people because we're we're both uh, animal lovers too. So yeah. Uh, well, you know yeah. what? I'm glad I was able to do this interview with you guys. Yeah. We yeah. are glad that you were able to <laughs> as well. So check it out, the new album. Listen, you can actually get on CrashingWayward.com and you can purchase that or pre-order it, whichever you would like to do. David, that's an awesome album. I'm so happy for you guys. It's great. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. Thank you, man. I really appreciate mm-hmm. you saying that. Yeah, it's uh, it's out now, so please, like I said, stream it. And I really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk to me. Mm-hmm.